This program is sponsored by FlatFeeForMeds.com. My wife and I are nearing retirement, and the prescriptions are starting to add up. Now I get my meds for one small monthly pharmacy fee and have enough money left over for Friday night date night with the missus. 90% of all prescriptions are covered. Check for yours at flatfeeformeds.com. Check it out if you want to save money on your prescriptions, flatfeeformeds.com. Once again, flatfeeformeds.com and save money on your prescriptions. You have just entered the portal of discovery, complete with a British chick intro. Now, strap yourself in. We are in control of... We can adjust the treble. The bass. And add echo. Welcome to Speaking Out, America. We are in control. Well, the program is about the news and how the news impacts you. And we have a lot of interesting news to share with you today. We're going to talk about uh, Jews in Hollywood. We're going to talk about... uh, this destructive new woke ideology policy that is gripping the nation um, and how uh, Jewish folks in Hollywood are dealing with it. It's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Hollywood has taken a dark shift towards almost a, a form of modern McCarthyism, but in reverse. Instead of trying to... Uh, expose communists who might be in the film industry now it's just about exposing people who are not woke i.e. people that are conservative or hold to conservative values so there's a there's a real war going on and we saw it being echoed in the words of joy reed on the night of the iowa caucuses when she declared that the evangelicals of this country the white evangelicals are really the people that are part of the problem. And what we're seeing with DIE, I'm not making this up, but yesterday or the day before, the CEO of United Airlines declared to the world, and he'll probably lose his job, that he was going to make sure that every cockpit had the right proportion of ethnicity. In other words, it's more important for him to have people of color or specific people in the cockpit, a certain number of genders, a certain number of females, a certain number of uh, people of color, completely disregard- disregarding that the passengers really don't care about who flies the airplane. They only care about the person being qualified to fly the airplane. So it's reverse discrimination because they weed out people that could be pilots for United Airlines based on the color of their skin. And that's a CEO, a CEO, a chief executive officer of one of the largest airlines in the world has been infected with this sort of woke ideology. And in Hollywood, it's even worse because now every movie that's made has some agenda. They have completely destroyed the franchises of all these great, iconic uh Franchises like the Marvel comics, uh, which includes every superhero, Star Wars was completely devastated, Star Trek has been completely wokeified, The Walking Dead has been completely woke. I mean, who would who would go about? I, I like I love The Walking Dead. It was probably the last time that I was watching something that actually held my attention for more than a few episodes. But after, uh, without going into a long detail. 
at a certain point around 2016, that's when wokeism started to really take off. And that's when we started to see the upsurge of diversity on the screen and the virtue signaling of the screen. That's when Disney started to make these movies about young children having their menstrual cycle and things like that. Uh, just, just, just to be inclusive. And that's what's happened right now in the world is that Black, uh, BlackRock and Vanguard, who are uh, among the leading hedge manager, fund managers in the world, hundreds of millions of people have their 401ks invested in portfolios that are managed by Vanguard and BlackRock. And these, these institutions are pushing diversity, equity, and inclusion which is wokeism, which is at its roots Marxism, which is totally based on qualifications having to do with skin color and ethnicity and not on merit. And that is infecting the body politic of the United States. Now the, the, the members of the Jewish community in Hollywood are begging members of the DEI community to let them in. Say, well, we want to be included in that club. We're an oppressed people. We've been oppressed for t thousands of years. And this is what's happening in Hollywood. And it's happening in the United States military. And it's happening in Wall Street. If you don't check off certain boxes and have ideological similarities with others, you're out. And what's happening is, and this is echoed, I think, in, in the thing about Trump. Let's, let's play a little bit of what Rachel Maddow had to say the other day. This is Rachel Maddow who is who uh, acquiesced to the fact that Trump had won uh, Iowa by a commanding lead, historically commanding lead. And then when it came time for Trump to make a speech, well, they wouldn't cover it over at MSNBC. And Rachel Maddow explains why. I'm sorry, I just have to do a little bit of business just for a second. Um, at this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. Uh, we will let you know if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Um, the reason I'm saying this is... Of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is not a decision oh, no. that we relish. It is no. a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. But there is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. <laughs> So now opinions and hyperbole are untrue things. Uh, there's a cost to that, the MSNBC anchor says. Isn't that amazing? If somebody was telling me that, we, we, will, we will only tell you what we see. We don't think that you need to see it. I would immediately assume that they're trying to cover something up, but uh, let, her, let her continue. That is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. And so his remarks tonight will not air here live we will monitor them um, and let you know about any news that he made you know the the fact that he won by 51 percent which is an historic uh measure is news but he's not allowed to say anything now actually the speech that he made was quite nice trump made the the let me pull it up here here's a, a portion of his speech Listen to how civil Trump is being here. I want to thank everybody. This has been some period of time. And most importantly, we want to thank the great 
people of Iowa. Thank you. We love you all. What a turnout. What a crowd. And I really think this is time now for everybody, our country, to come together. We want to come together. Uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative, it would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all of the death and destruction that we're witnessing. It's practically never been like this. It's uh, just so important. And I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too. It's going to happen soon. We're going to come together, he said. We're going to come together. That's That was a message of unity. Not He wasn't up there saying he's going to go after anybody, did he? Anyway, here was Rachel Maddow's response to that. And the big picture takeaway from that, and I don't mean to be, again, too dark, as you said, on this, but it is not... If we are worried about the rise of authoritarianism in this country, we are worried about potential rise of fascism in this country. If we're worried about our democracy falling to an authoritarian and potentially fascist form of government, the leader who is trying to do that is part of that equation. Well, for which leader? Because what I've just heard is describes exactly the last three and a half years of Joe Biden. In fact, in the D block or the fourth segment of this hour, we're going to go step by step and compare Trump and compare Biden and see who actually is acting more like a fascist, ty- tyrannical dictator. Uh, I hate to break it to Rachel Maddow, but she's a little bit late to the party. Tyranny has already been running this country and we'll go down step by step by step. And you will be absolutely uh, flabbergasted by the di- di- dictatorial strategy of Joe Biden and what he's done to this country. But back to my original point is that the the stage has been set that people who like Trump or people who are not part of the woke ideology are going to be marginalized. And it may not happen in this year or even in this decade, but where we're leading should frighten every single American. The fomenting of racism is leading us down a dark path. And that uh, racism also includes religious sectarianism. Uh, people who are of not of not of faith are attacking people of faith. They're marginalizing people who believe in God. And this is part and parcel why the Jews are so hated by the left. The Jews hold to their archaic, monotheistic viewpoint that there is a single God, and that God is what they dedicate their culture to. And it has been this resounding promise that they have kept with the sons of Abraham that goes all the way back to 2000 B.C. and the Sumerians and Abraham. And that, that, that light of truth that came upon and was passed down from generation to generation despite the hatred. Because in the early years of the Jewish nation, they were ostracized because they didn't believe in the other gods. And there was mass murder because of this. The Babylonians held captive the Jewish people for 700 years, almost 800 years. Why? Because they refused to accept any other god but their own. And they were penalized. They were marginalized for this. And it's happening today. It's happening today. And this is why the left hates the Jews. Because they're a, at, at their root, they are a religious people. So we're going to get into that. I also want to talk about something that happened in 1996 uh, that I think uh, is a wake-up call to what's happening in this country and where we're headed. Plus, we're going to talk about the World Economic Forum and what's happening there. All I can tell you is get prepared for censorship. 
censorship is coming soon to a neighborhood near you. So we're going to get to a lot of stuff, plus we got guests stopping by. You're listening to Speaking Out. I'm Jim Watkins, and we will continue in just a moment. But there is an authoritarian mm-hmm. movement inside yes. Republican politics that isn't being bamboozled by Trump. Mm-hmm. They are pushing Trump That's to right. get more and more That's extreme. Right. 